You're tuning in to the Be Fiercely You podcast, the podcast where women find their power and confidence by slaying doubt, creating a foundation of self-love, and by tapping into their inner fierce. I am your host, Heather Nicole, and I'm here to help you become the fierce queen you are meant to be. Together, we will conquer your fears, let go of others' judgment, and unlock your inner badass. So who's with me? Are you ready to take your life into your own hands and discover the possibilities that await you? Let's get to it. What is up, all my beautiful freaking people? Hi, how are you? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you are here with me today, listening wherever you may be, in the car, at the gym, at work, chilling at home, cooking dinner, whatever it is. Um, I am thankful that you chose to spend this time with me and hanging out with me and listening to me talk. It means a lot. You guys are awesome, and I appreciate you. So today, I thought that it was time to talk about intimacy. Now, I feel like a lot of people, when they hear the word intimate or intimacy, they automatically think about sex, Um, you know, being intimate with someone is often referred to, you know, having sex. Um, And a lot of men um, have a hard time differentiating between that and real intimacy with their partners. Um, Even women struggle with it. Um, And the thing that I hear most is that women feel as though they don't know how to be intimate because their their partner told them that, you know, they're doing it wrong or, you know, made them feel like they weren't enough or something like that. Um, and when I hear that, my first thought is, well, you're with the wrong person, point blank, period. Because I know personally how intimacy levels can really affect a relationship and how they can drastically change from person to person that you are in a relationship with. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I fully believe that you're not able to truly form an intimate relationship with every person that you're with. Um, And that's for a lot of reasons, but mainly because, you know, in order to really build a deep connection, in order to be intimate, which requires you to be vulnerable, to be yourself, you know, and really allow yourself to open up, you have to be able to have a really deep trust with this person. And if you aren't able to fully trust someone, I don't know that you can truly be completely intimate and form that deep, lasting connection. Um, 
you know, real intimacy is going to make you feel seen. It's going to make you feel known and understood and valued, right? It's not just about feeling sexy and feeling desired. It's these things that we truly want as human beings and desire as human beings, um, even if we don't actually realize it. You know, we want to be seen. We want to be understood, right? And having that deep connection with somebody, it, it makes such a freaking difference. Such a difference. I have the the person that I am talking to now that I'm dating we've had kind of an on again off again thing for years and the reason that we keep coming back to each other and you know we're just brought back together I believe is because of the deep connection that we have and the intimacy level that we have with each other. And I want to talk about specifically today, kind of different ways that you can really form intimacy with someone. And these are all ways that myself and my partner have, have formed our intimacy and have formed our connection on this deep, deep level. Um, so yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Okay. Um, first and foremost, one of my favorite things to do with him and something that just makes me so happy and feel so connected is when we're just sitting together laughing and laughing until our belly hurts, laughing till we're in tears. You know, that, that level of silliness and just being able to have fun with someone and have that same level of humor is so comforting. It's so comforting. Um, You know, I was with somebody for a long time that did not have my humor and it caused a lot of fights because he would think that I was, you know, being serious about something when I was when I was joking or, you know, I would find something funny and he would definitely not. And, you know, he'd get upset at me for finding it funny. But when you're able to have that same level and just fall into that deep laughter to where you lose track of time, you're like I said, your stomach hurts or in tears that bond that's formed during that time, like you think about times, even with your friends, right? If you think about some of the best times with them, you're going to think about the times where you were laughing your ass off and you were having the best time of your life. That's when you're building deep connections and lasting memories with someone. So the same is true with you and your partner. Having that time to just laugh and, and act childish with one another Oh my God, it's one of my favorite things to do. And the the level at which we do that, I mean, oh God, my mom tells us all the time. She's like, you guys are like children. You guys are like children because we joke around constantly with each other. And that's just kind of how we are. And it's really built this deep connection between us because we're able to do that. And we know that, you know, neither one of us is going to judge each other. We know that the other person's always going to match our energy and that it's just always going to be a good fucking time. So 
that's kind of an unconventional way to build intimacy, just laughing and having like the best time ever with your partner. Another form of intimacy that people don't even realize is actually intimate and really deeply caring is when somebody is concerned about your eating habits, your sleeping habits. You know, they are concerned for your well-being if they are asking you if you ate today or what you ate today or how you slept. Did you get any sleep last night? Especially if they know that you struggle with sleeping or whatever. That's a form of intimacy. So if you have a partner who does that, you be super fucking grateful for it. That is like a, a really deep way of showing someone that you care is truly caring and showing you care on a daily basis about their just humanly needs. Just their, their well-being in general. I've been with plenty of guys that don't give a shit, you know? And when I have somebody who's like, what did you have for lunch today? Did you eat? Did you sleep last night? Did you get the sleep you needed? Are you going to be grumpy today? (laughs) Do you need to take a nap? (laughs) You know, the fact that he knows me well enough to know that I need these things, that I, how much sleep I need and make sure I eat and all these things. It makes me feel cared for. It makes me feel valued and understood and known and seen. All those things. Now, what about laying naked? Laying naked. That's like another one of my favorite things to do with him is just lay naked together. Not even in a sexual way. Like not touching each other in any private areas, just laying together, skin to skin, just sleeping, taking a nap, um, watching a movie, um, laying down and just talking. But having that extra level of that skin to skin contact, it makes things so much deeper. You have to be super vulnerable in order to be just completely naked with somebody, right? It can be really hard. It took me a really long time to be comfortable with my body at all. But he's really been the only person that I've consistently just been like, okay, being naked around. Um, And maybe it is because we've known each other for so long. But like, I... With, like, even with my ex-husband, most of the time that we had sex, I would leave my bra or my shirt on because I was so self-conscious and I was so just uncomfortable. I can't even tell you, like, I wouldn't sleep naked with him. I couldn't. Like, I, and I don't mean, like, I, like I physically couldn't sleep naked with him. I would just lay there awake. I could never fall asleep. I would have to put a shirt on, like, a just even if I put a t-shirt on and just threw some underwear on, I'd fall asleep like that. But, again, this different intimacy level, this deeper connection that I have with my, with my guy now, 
is a totally different level. And it almost feels weird not to just be laying naked with him, not to have that skin-to-skin contact. You know, they talk about how important that skin-to-skin contact is in building bonds with infants. Um, You know, they talk about, especially if the child's being breastfed, that the father really needs to have a lot of skin-to-skin contact time because, again, it's forming that deep bond, that deep connection. Guys, the same is true as you're an adult, right? And building that deep connection. It's a great way to do it. So I know it's hard. I know you might be self-conscious. But if you are with somebody who you truly love and truly loves you back and you have that level of comfortability with one another, um... It's not going to be as hard as you think. Just let yourself go. Let yourself be your beautiful self. I promise you, take a nap with your significant other naked and let me know how it is. Just take a nap. You might, you know, it might lead to, to some things, but that's okay too. But, you know... Try not to get there. Try to see just how you feel after that. After you feel yourself, you know, your body's just just being together in their natural form. It's it's amazing. Truly amazing. Um, let's see. Being sick and allowing them to take care of you. You have to be so vulnerable in order to do that. And I think when you're with somebody and you go through that, you go through like being really sick or, you know, going through something like, um, you know, maybe you have to have surgery or whatever. Um, that's usually when we're at our most vulnerable point, right? Like we can't take care of ourselves. We need help. We usually look our worst, um, feel our worst, you know, like we're just at our lowest fucking point. So in order to be able to allow your significant other to take care of you, um, and even them wanting to take care of you, that's going to build a deep connection between the two of you. Anytime that you are in a position to be vulnerable and you are spending it with your significant other, um, It's a lesson in how they see you and how you can trust them. And, you know, those those connections that you have with people that are going to be long lasting, those moments are going to mean just as much to you as when you're laying there laughing your ass off. (laughs) You know, you could be in those moments of just telling them all the hard things that you've been through, but opening yourself up vulnerably. I think that's a word, right? Vulnerably. I think I said it right. (laughs) Um, Opening yourself up that way, whether it's with a conversation or because you're sick and needing help, needing somebody to take care of you, that's going to be an opportunity to build the intimacy between you two. 
you have to open yourself up. You have to be vulnerable in order to build intimate connections. Um, that's just a requirement. <laughs> so if you're not willing to be vulnerable with your partner right now, um, and you're wondering why you guys don't feel as connected or as close, that's probably why. You're blocking that intimacy. You're blocking that connection from truly happening. And if you aren't willing to be vulnerable because you don't trust the person, um, you need to take a look at that and ask yourself why that is. Is it them? Is it you? You know, is it a fear within you of opening up for some reason? Did somebody hurt you in the past? You know, if you're keeping yourself blocked off from doing these things with someone and from building this deep connection, seriously, take a look at it. Take take a step back, figure out what it is that's holding you back. Again, whether it's a lack of trust or whether it's a fear or an insecurity, a doubt, um, uncertainty, whatever it is, get clear on it and figure it out. Because that could make a big difference in your relationship. It could make a difference as to whether you stay together or not. It could make a difference as to whether you make the the decision to open yourself up and be vulnerable and try to build an intimate connection with this person. But again, vulnerability being sick, allowing them to take care of you, telling them about your past, telling them about the things that scare you, telling them, hey, you know, I had an anxiety attack because of this today. Me and my guy have had that conversation. <laughs> you know, we were at a, um, like a, a party and it was at somebody's house who I had just recently met. Um, I had been there once before um, oh crap I just kicked my soda bottle off <laughs> sorry um I thought it was opened <laughs> um so I had been there once before but then we went for this other party and there were a ton of people there who I had never met and I have built up this extreme social anxiety um and you know when I'm around a lot of people that I don't know I get super like anxious and weirded out and stressed and you know I had to stop and tell him like hey like I'm feeling fucking anxious right now like mm. And being able to do that and feeling safe to do that and knowing that I'm not going to be judged by that, um, that was a true sign of, <clears throat> excuse me, a true sign of our intimacy and our connection with one another. Um, so yeah, don't discount those vulnerable moments. Don't discount those conversations where you are telling your person all the hard things you've been through. Those are intimacy building moments. Something else that you can do to really build the intimacy, learn something new together. Look, doing something that neither one of you have done before and trying to deal with, you know, that 
Maybe you're dealing with perfectionism. Maybe you're dealing with a fear of failure, a fear, fear of rejection, you know, all these things. You're facing your fears together and you're conquering new things together. And it might be really hard. It might be easy. But either way, this is a great way to form a deeper connection and form a deeper bond. Um, I, a lot of times when you're trying something new, you know, it shows a new side of you and it shows a new side of that person that maybe you've never seen before. So it's just another way to be vulnerable, to open yourself up, to grow a little bit and to get closer together. So try taking a class, try taking a cooking class, try going to an art class. Um, you know, maybe your thing is maybe you guys want to try like something physical together. So you try a, a martial arts class, or um, I don't know, maybe you guys want to learn to skateboard or something like, you know, it could be the, 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 the possibilities are endless. But whatever it is, just pick something new and try it together. And just see how you guys come out after that. See if you notice a change between you two, if you feel as though you've gotten closer, because I can almost guarantee that you will. Um, another way, another unconventional way to build intimacy, another way that intimacy shows up unconventionally in our lives that we don't really think about is discussing our goals and our hopes and our dreams. A lot of times we keep this part of us hidden, right? Because we're we're worried what people are going to think. We're worried they're going to judge us. We're worried they're going to tell us that we can't do it or they're going to think that we're crazy for having this dream or, you know, whatever it is, we have some kind of fear holding us back and we don't often tell people this part of ourselves. So as I'm sure you guys are starting to see the trend here, um, opening yourself up, being vulnerable, telling this person things that you might not have shared before. These are all ways to build intimacy always doesn't just have to be about sex all right and if you ha are with somebody who you are really struggling to build intimacy with you feel like you're really not connected try some of these things see if you guys are able to form that deeper connection and again if not take a step back you know try to look at things objectively from an outsider's perspective and ask yourself, is it them? Is it me? You know, am I holding something back? Are they holding something back? Maybe have a conversation with them about it. Um, but if there's anything that I've learned when it comes to relationships and love and being in long-term relationships, it's that intimacy makes a huge fucking difference. <laughs> it truly, truly does. Um, and if you are not willing to allow yourself to go there, if you're not willing to open up and be vulnerable um, and really trust this person, then maybe you're not with the right person. And that's not the worst thing in the world. I know it might be really hard to hear. Um, but, you know, that was a tough choice that I had to make. <laughs> 
So I know how difficult it can be. Um, you know, when I was with my ex-fiance, not my ex-husband, my ex-fiance after him, um, our relationship ended mostly because I wasn't in it anymore. I didn't feel connected to him. I, I knew in my heart and my soul that he wasn't my person. And while I really care about him and I wish him the best and, um, you know, I really tried to end things on a good note, I, I, I broke his heart. I really hurt him because I just wasn't in it anymore. But I had to do that for myself because I took a look at this and I was like, you know, we don't have this deep connection. Like, I don't feel that deep connection with you. And we, and I need that. And if you need that too, that's okay. It's okay to admit that to yourself that you really need that. Most humans do. It's human nature to want to have that connection with another person. So don't discount these moments. Don't discount any opportunities to build intimacy and build a deeper connection. You can never be too intimate. You can never have too deep of a connection. Um, it's something that's going to continuously grow over time. It's something that you can continuously nurture over time if you're willing to put in the effort, um, be aware about it, and care about it on both both parties. So... I think that brings me to the end of this episode and what I wanted to say to you guys tonight. So I hope this gave you some a new perspective on intimacy, gave you some ideas of things that you might be able to do with your partner to build that connection. Um, and let me know what you think. Let me know if you try any of these things. Let me know how they work. Let me know if you have any other ideas. If you and your partner do something special that you truly feel has de deepened your connection with one another, I wanna hear about it. Other listeners might want to hear about it to get more ideas. So share that. Let me know. And I will talk to you guys next time. I love you. Remember to be your fierce goddess self. Let her unleash every day. Be your best self. Love yourself. And never fucking give up. There you go. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Love you. Bye.